Is it just me, Emily, or do you find that more and more clients want a strategist rather than a virtual assistant? Let's dive in. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, Unicorns, a quick shout out to today's sponsor, OSI Affiliate Software. If you're running an online business or working on behalf of your clients to boost sales, you've got to check out this tool. ASI Affiliate is a powerful affiliate tool that makes managing an affiliate program super easy. I'm talking about tracking sales, handling commissions, and all of that in one user-friendly platform. And the best part, it integrates right into your website or your client's website, turning your customers and influencers into their very own brand ambassadors. So if you want to take your affiliate sales game to the next level, head over to getosi.com Emily to get an awesome 20% discount on any plan and start your free trial today. Trust me, with OSI software, your clients are going to experience bigger launches and more affiliate sales. Growth is possible. Again, that's getosi.com slash Emily. Link is below in the show notes. Back to our show. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer. I've been at it for well over a decade, worked behind the scenes of 100 plus different clients, helping them grow, nurture sell to their audiences, scale their businesses, monetize their audiences, all the fun stuff behind the scenes when it comes to content marketing, building funnels, email marketing, blogging, SEO, all the fun stuff in my opinion, even some PR, affiliate management, and helping them get sponsorship deals. So I have done it all. My background's in PR and journalism, and as a military spouse, I've had a gazillion jobs before this. And if you are new to the show, so glad you're here. Please hit subscribe. You're not going to want to miss out on our future episodes and dive back into what we've done in the past. We've had episodes that really help you up-level your marketing services so you can be more value-based, so you can charge more, so you can get out of the hourly VA task doer work. So this question today comes from somebody in my work group who was feeling kind of frustrated, like she just had to keep taking more and more and more courses to be able to be good. And she says, I feel so tired. When does one ever settle and get comfortable and make progress with the skill set one has? And then on the flip side, I had somebody asking me straight up, how do you learn the skills to be more of a strategist than an assistant? So I want to dive into this because I teach and I coach virtual assistants marketing specialists and freelancers and their business. And we we do all kinds of things. We go over their offers, we help with their copy, we help with portfolios. And what I find is that you are in a power position. If you're working with multiple clients like I was, you start to see patterns, you start to know what to do, you start to see opportunities, you start to see when things aren't working, and you can kind of cross promote these ideas through different clients. Now, always be careful of your NDA, your non-disclosure agreement. Never, never reveal client confidential information. But there are common themes in this online space, common strategies that apply to multiple businesses. And if you can start to see that, you very quickly step into this coach role with your clients. I never like the term coach. I hate the term coach, but like that's kind of what we are. 
you go back and listen to our episode with Sandra Booker, she is a prime example of someone who started as a VA. It's episode 173 and now is into business management, COO work, like telling her clients what to do. It can become more of a director of operations type of role, or it could become more of a marketing manager role. And that's kind of where I was. I'm more of the marketer telling my clients what to do for launches and strategies. And here's the thing. You don't need to be the best at every single marketing channel, platform, outlet. You just need to know that it exists and what needs to happen in the background to be able to manage some of the people doing the work. At some point, you have to stop taking all of the courses and bring it back to what marketing comes down to. When it comes down to it, your client sets the goal of what they're trying to do in their business. And every business is different. Do they need leads that then book a discovery call? Do they need emails that they then sell a course to? Do they need foot traffic to come into their store? You know, everybody is going to have it slightly different, but it all comes down to the same thing. How do I get people into my client's selling mechanism? And you can't be doing both all of the marketing and all of the selling. I had a whole podcast dedicated to the difference between marketing and selling, and I really think you could tune into that. Both of these services are value-based. Both of them clients will pay good money for. But go listen to episode 154 because it will help empower you to realize like, okay, when is it really out of scope? My client does need to be responsible for some of the selling and might need to bring in a sales coach, a sales team, a social seller, something else to augment and make sure our marketing services get to the finish line with an actual sales mechanism. Now, in the online space, sometimes that's an evergreen webinar. Sometimes that's a live launch. Sometimes it's a discovery call. Even for group coaching programs, it could be a discovery call. Your client has to have some responsibility for that. You are not the total marketing manager here, marketing director, CMO here in charge of all of it. A lot of times in our lane, we're bringing in the leads through content, through some you know conversion copywriting, right? Through some funnels. What happens at the bottom of the funnel, it can sometimes be on your client. Okay, so this is what I wanna say. You're in this power position, you're working with different clients, you have a bold, ripe, golden opportunity to step up and offer strategy. And a lot of times we're giving it away free to our clients because we're so ingrained on their team We're so grateful. We're so loyal. But if you are starting to do this, coming to team meetings, giving ideas, you really understand your clients and business, and you're able to bring in digital marketing fundamentals, bring in the tactics to get more leads in, then you have an opportunity to offer this as a strategy session. And here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to be afraid. I don't want you to question whether you're good enough or not. If you have done it for a client, you can repeat it. So your mission today before the end of the year is to get a strategy session up on your website as one of your offers. One hour, $100 or more for one hour, you will sit down with a brand new prospect, a brand new client, and give them a strategy that will help them grow their business. You just having this offer on your site makes you more credible. It improves your authority and that perception of it that you know what you're doing and you pull out of the VA role. What's cool is you can start to offer these strategy sessions quarterly with your current clients too. If you find yourself like starting to have some resentment, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just giving them away so much. They're turning around and making all this money. I need to be compensated for that. You are allowed to go back and renegotiate your terms and how you're doing it. 
And what I tell some of our digital marketers workgroup members is to pull out the strategy and make it a either monthly, quarterly, trimesterly meeting. Maybe it's a two-hour meeting where you hash it out with your client, come up with the plan for the quarter, and then you turn around and execute it with your normal invoice, your normal retainer work, whatever that looks like for you. Pull out the strategy and charge a one-time project fee for that. Anything less than $100 is not going to make you look good because there's price perception going in here. And if you haven't sold one of these, don't worry. Having it on there will be everything. It's too hard to try to please all of our clients, say yes, 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 have this fear of losing them when we are just doing too much. But here's what's fun. If you have a, I call them the baby client, a new business owner more in the startup phase, this is a great time for you to flex your strategy muscle and practice. Pay attention to how you're coaching them. I guarantee not only are you acting like a little bit of a therapist, you're probably coaching them on what they should do. What should be in that email sequence? When they're ready to do ads? how to set up the launch, what they should do for content to rank on Google, what they need to do for SEO to rank in Google in nine months. If you're giving them this advice, you are already taking this leadership role. So don't come from a place of lack or self-doubt, like power up, power up and see what are the most common questions my clients are having. You can make your strategy session about that. You can also make your strategy session a requirement to onboarding. I won't do the work until we sit down and hash it out, especially for social media. Last thing you want to do is start, you know, posting for someone who has no social media strategy, right? A content strategy. This can work for so many different services. Hey, I'm interrupting my own show to ask, have you taken my quiz? If you're wondering how to combine your services and skills in a unique unicorn-esque way, then take my quiz to open your eyes to the possibilities. This quiz is based on the DISC personality. It will be unique to you. I'll take what you're good at, what you already know, plus your personality traits, and give you suggestions on how to adapt to the online space and combine your uniqueness in a way that makes you totally hireable and an in-demand unicorn. Go to emilyreaganpr.com slash quiz or check it out in the show notes. Back to the show. So how do you become a strategist rather than an assistant? Okay, that's really the next question. How do you learn the skills? Well, it starts with understanding the basics, the fundamental concepts of marketing, including market research, consumer behavior, marketing strategies, branding, how you collect voice of customer data. Like you learn the basics. You understand marketing principles and content marketing, SEO, email marketing, social media, even like paid traffic, even paid ads and analytics and how it all comes together. Luckily, I pull that together for you in the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. So take the self-study if you really need to brush up and fill in some gaps. There's other certifications and courses and Google Analytics does a free academy you can look at. You can pull it in together and you do need to understand some of the technical, but you don't have to do everything. At some point, you cannot take all of the courses and know all the granular details about every platform. Now, I've been at it a while. I know a lot, and there's still a lot I don't know, but at some point, you are going to be that person checking in with the ads manager. So you want to be able to read the data, but that doesn't mean you have to go in and actually set up the audience inside Meta Ads Manager yourself, right? You have to be able to collect the data so you can make informed decisions. You need to understand analytics, understand that your client should be using UTM links to track everything so they can you know, have their KPIs like month over month over month. 
you gain the practical experience right now every time you help a client with their business. But start flexing that brain muscle and and testing yourself. Like, what would I do in this situation, right? Why do I think this isn't working? Whether your client wants to hear it or not, practice that and give yourself that practical experience, even if you're in an entry-level position right now. And then practice speaking up when you have an idea, you know, not in a know-it-all way, in a total loyal teammate way. This is how you develop strategic thinking. You have to work on it. Read books, listen to this podcast, listen to other podcasts, nerd out with friends and learn what they know too. Okay, so then this kind of like comes to this area. Chances are you're probably already doing it. But what about this first person who is like, it appears that every newbie business owner wants a strategist rather than a VA, even though they may advertise they just want tasks done. That is why you pull out the strategy sessions that I just gave you here in this podcast. Pull it out, make it a requirement, charge more for it. It's more than your hourly. You'll feel better, you'll have no resentment, and you'll actually really help your client. There's two kinds of clients, in my opinion. There's the brand new ones who don't know, they're not always new, but there's the client who doesn't know what they're doing, doesn't know how to manage people, just doesn't know. And chances are they're probably new or they're a creative who had someone else doing it for them in the past. But chances are they're probably brand new to business. Or there's the client who knows exactly what they want done. They have the strategy. Maybe someone has been in the role before and they're just more clear. Those baby clients, they're looking at you to have leadership initiative and teach them how to work with a VA. So if you don't want to give away strategy, don't give it away. Teach them. But use it as an opportunity, flex your muscles and get that experience, okay? So don't go in there like, oh, I'm too tired to do this. Like be a leader. Start practicing being a consultant because you know what? You know how this economy is changing right now. There's gonna be more opportunities for you to pick up bigger contracts in consulting with this stuff than with the small course creator type client. Your little mini course creator client right now, or your coach who has a small group coaching program, or your blogger or influencer, they're a great practice, but if you really want to chase after the money, they're going to set you up to do consulting at a higher level. Truly. Use the baby clients for your own good, your own practice. Don't give it away. That's up to you. You have to set boundaries. The most successful Digital service businesses are the ones who have boundaries. And you're like, you know what? We'll save that for our strategy session or you can book it here. So if you can get your stuff together, get this offer, get your Calendly Acuity booking link set, put it on your website, make it available, give yourself a few opportunities to do these sessions. I like Fridays. I call them flexible fun Fridays. Like I can either, you know, go have brunch and mimosas with a friend or coffee or go work out and play tennis or... I can pick up an extra VIP day or strategy call. That's what I do on my Fridays. Have it just consistently enough and a few openings a month so you don't look too desperate and open (laughs) and available and just put it up there. Get it done. I want you to DM me after you do it. If you enjoyed this podcast, send me a DM and let me know too. I want to see your strategy sessions up there. Okay, and it's okay if you're not like super specific on what the deliverable is. On your intake form, you're gonna ask them what they're struggling with. You're gonna ask them this essential question. What's the one thing you wanna get done in this next hour and have clarity on and let them answer it. Do your research ahead of the call. Show up prepared, know their offers, know their funnels and work through it with them in an hour and then collect a testimonial afterward. Do it again and you're gonna start to see patterns. What are people coming to you for? You can even sell. go ahead and sell them the next one, the next quarter. Great. You booked one for December. 
Let's put you down for March. How does that sound? You know, you've got some stuff to do. And you know what's really cool? If you like them and you want some of the implementation work, you're golden. You're golden. I've been meaning to do this podcast for a while. I hope it really hits home with you that you know enough. Chances are you know more than your clients know. And you can show up as an expert, permission to show up as the expert. And you don't have to offer it all. Your strategy sessions can be tailored and focused for your niche. That one thing you do really well. You don't have to be like everyone else. That's the beauty of being a unicorn. And always bring it back for strategy. Always bring it back to that one thing. How do I help them get more people into their selling mechanism? And here's a little hint. They can't do it all. They need to narrow down and prioritize and go all in too. Okay, so I have an exercise for you to step into the role of thinking as a strategist. And this could be something you do every day, once a week, use it to your advantage, but you can also apply it to your own service provider business. And that's kind of the cool thing about being a strategist is it lets you, sometimes it's easier to do it to someone else's business, but you can also make it fit your own. I want you to find five ideal clients who you would love to work with online, people you're already following, who if they sent you a DM and email right now, you would just be ecstatic, jumping for joy because you're dying to work with them. You love them that much. Look at their business and write down 10 ideas you have for each one of them. 10 ideas. What are they missing? What do they need next step? What are they missing in their offer suite? Not necessarily like a copy audit or a landing page audit, but in terms of like overall business strategy to get more sales, to get more leads, come up with 10 ideas. Get your idea machine, your brain going and exercising. And it's pretty cool because you're going to end up with some some bad ones. You're going to end up with some good ones. You're going to end up with some easy ones. Now, this list can become your way to prospect as well. You can reach out to them and say that and not be this cold spammy DMer that's just selling something they don't need. But you can reach out and say, I have some strategy ideas for your business. Now, this works easier with someone who's newer. Like I talk about that quilt store I went in two years ago with all the fabric, Jenny Byers fabric store, and how enamored I was by it. She had so many opportunities to get online and monetize online that she was not doing that I could easily sweep in and lead the way. That's what I'm looking for now. So you might not be reaching out to Amy Porterfield, but maybe you see some cracks in her business. You know, maybe James Wedmore has one or two. But look for attainable, realistic clients and dream clients and people you would love to work with. And then you have the basis for having a conversation with them. You know, not giving away the strategy in a discovery call, but talking about opportunities that you see. I mean, I have people reach out to me all the time on YouTube, like, oh, you're not completely optimizing your YouTube channel. I'm like, I know. YouTube is like my tertiary like goal right now. And also, I have TubeBuddy. Thank you very much. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> like, I don't need you to just pop in with VidQ, tell me everything I'm doing wrong. Like, I also have VidIQ. So... I'm saying this is like, it will be your chance to really prospect and win over a client. Okay. So try that. And before you know it, you'll be getting all kinds of ideas flowing and you'll be able to speak and talk freely about it in a way that's very impressive and is going to attract your dream client. And of course, if you love this exercise, let me know on DM and Instagram. I want to hear from you. 
All right. I hope this was helpful. I'll catch you next week on the podcast, Unicorns Unite. Do me a favor. Leave me a five-star review. I'd love to get 100 reviews. I'm trying so hard. Share on Instagram if this gave you any aha moments. And tell a friend who's been thinking about working online, who's complaining when she has to commute or can't find a flexible job so she can also be home with her kids. Will you tell her about this whole world of freelance marketing assistance and virtual assistance? You'll change her life forever. And I will be so grateful. All right. See you next week. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Okay. Um, where did my thing go? Here we go. You know enough. If you are, you already probably, chances are, you know more than your clients know.